Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and let all the cares and anything you happen to be thinking about, just let it fall by the wayside. Just focus on the Lord gently. Lord, we're here for you. We are available. We want to know you and learn from you and enjoy you. And we want to be active in what you're doing in our lives. And we give you permission to do whatever it is you want to do, whatever's necessary. We give you the okay. We're, we're on board with you, whatever it is that needs to be done. We thank you, Lord, ahead of time for what you're already doing in our lives. And we ask that you increase our awareness of what you're already doing in our lives. We thank you, Lord. Because part of our problem is that we try to dictate what God is doing in our lives and what's important. And even in our approach that we're, we've been working on for quite some time about the supernatural realm, this is merely an exercise, a training opportunity. As most conferences and teachings are, they're, they're not meant to substitute for a relationship with God. God alone knows what he's got going on in your life, what he's doing, and what your tomorrow holds. For so much, we want to know God and and be equipped and ready and prepared so that what happens tomorrow or next week or next year, we'll be ready for it. We think if we know the future, we'll be ready for it. And that's just not the case. God will make you ready because he knows, not only knows, but he is creating your tomorrow, your future. It's all in his hands. Now, it's not future to him because he created time. He's over past, present, and future. He's eternal. But we live in the past, present, and future. And so we do relate to things in those terms. But that doesn't mean... that what we're looking at is going to be distracting us from how we relate to him. In other words, if this is if what we're teaching now, if this is something that God is wanting you to enjoy, by all means enjoy it. If this is not something, if I don't want this ever, any teaching should never be a distraction 
to what God is doing in your life. You don't want to get distracted by learning. You don't want that to be a distraction from a relationship with God. In other words, whatever the situation is, you know, whether you're at a conference teaching you about prophetic gifting or you're reading a book on dreams and visions, that should never take precedence or priority over spending time with your Lord, with your best friend, with God. Now, there's going to be times when he wants you to really focus on one thing or another. That's, that's different. It's when we are using our learning, our being taught, our practice as a way to avoid being with him. Likewise, with the su- learning about the supernatural realm, we don't want to be distracted by what we're learning in regard to what the Lord is doing within us. Remember that what he's doing within you is his purpose. You are his purpose, his goal. And though he wants us to to learn these things, And it's not because, okay, then we'll be able to accomplish something. It's because they are already a part of our inheritance. These supernatural experiences, your solical gifts, your abilities, your power, your authority, if you're born again, that are inherent in your being a solical being, a spirit being, with a soul that lives in a body. Each one of those has characteristics and abilities and, again, power and authority. They come as part of the set. So it's not like you're going beyond where you are. As a human natural being we're made with a, a two arms and two legs and a head and again generally speaking we don't have to ask the lord to make us a certain way being a human we have a heart we have lungs we have certain things that make us make our body what it is same way with our soul. There are certain characteristics and qualities that are attributes of our soul, of your soul. Now, you have a particular soul, just as we all have souls, but each one of us has a distinct kind of soul, characteristic, attributes, just as each one of our bodies. We all, okay, that's a human body, but everybody's different. Likewise in the soul. And how we relate spiritually is also going to be a unique experience. This is something we can only experience 
by ourselves. Nobody can come up to you and tell you this is how you relate to God. It has, it's by experience, by time and effort and going through good times and bad times. Now, some people are really scared of bad times. And that's part of life, you know, the, the good and the bad, the bitterness with the sweet. You know, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. But I will say that there's also as much danger in success when things are going well, when you have a victory, when you're doing well. A lot of times you'll learn much more about yourself when you're winning. Winning can bring out as many wounds and lies that we believe about ourselves and about others and about God as the negative parts of our life, defeats, discouragement, rejection. So don't be thinking in terms of, okay, if I can just get through this. It's every day. Value every day. Value every circumstance, every situation. It's special. It's every moment was created by God for you, for his purposes in you. So as we start approaching learning about the supernatural realm and learning to exercise power and authority, overcome whatever needs to be overcome, these are parts of our existence, our predetermined existence. God gave you a soul that functions in the supernatural realm Period, end of sentence. You can't get away from it. Now, I don't know how long your soul has existed or how long it will exist after you die, for instance, but I do know right now this is an opportunity to go beyond depending on and being controlled by a wounded soul. God wants your soul healed and united to your spirit. So as we approach the supernatural realm, it is yours. Now there are other beings there, but you as a spirit being, having been born again and re your, your spirit re-relived, re-enlivened by God, you have the power and authority in the supernatural realm. Most of us Christians haven't the foggiest idea what that means. We get so caught up with, like, gifts and, and, and power and the fruit of the spirit, we really have no idea how to function and enjoy the benefits of knowing how to function not only in the natural but in the supernatural and then we can start to perceive what's going on in the spirit realm and again the spirit realm is eternal that's the characteristics and the nature of god supernatural 
again, super is above, above natural. That's where, where there's, you know, the angels and the demons, and if there's any other kind of critters, that's where, we, that's where they live, as well as our soul. Not our body, not our spirit. But it's part of God's purpose for us to learn how the supernatural realm works how our supernatural senses function. Now, there's going to be times when God wants you to really focus on learning about an aspect of the supernatural realm. And we've been talking about how we perceive the supernatural outside of ourselves through miracle signs and wonders. And we've begun talking about how we perceive the supernatural realm inside of ourselves through dreams and visions and trances. Again, those are just parts of how we are labeling things. But as we look at the practical approaches, we want to remember that they're simply tools. Everything about the supernatural realm, it's a learning process. It's a part of the environment that's already there. And we're learning to abide by and live and move and have our being in that environment. Because that's the way God made us. We don't have to ask him to create any special connection between our natural and supernatural and spiritual being. It's already there. It's we're not familiar with it. We have got become so disconnected from the way God created us to begin with that any time we have an experience we can you know be it can be so distracting so we want it to become familiar we want it to become part of our life because it is it's already part of our life so Anything, whether it's the miracle signs and wonders or dreams and visions and trances, they're just tools in our supernatural tool belt. And the Lord wants us to become handy and familiar and skilled with every tool that he's made available. Now, some of these experiences are frowned upon because they can be copied by our enemies. They can be copied and duplicated by the devil, by our own solical power, and sometimes even by the world system. And that's fine. We want to, because we're not going to be relying on the presence or activity of the supernatural for it to be able to claim to be representative of God's nature. With everything, we we ask, Lord, is that you? Just as we don't stop using $20 bills because there are counterfeit $20 bills out there. No, we simply learn to recognize a true $20 bill. That's all it takes. So you don't have to... You know, have a a list, you know, here's the ten ways to determine whether something is from God or from another source. No. 
If you know the voice of God, if you know his presence, and you, and you know how to ask him and test what you are experiencing, you don't have to, do, you don't have to face this with fear. You can face it with confidence and enjoy the process. Does that mean you're not going to make a mistake? Absolutely not. You're going to make mistakes. Does that mean there's not going to be fear? Yeah, there's going to be things that can be scary at times. A lot of times when you're learning something new, there's, it's going to be scary. You're going to, how does this work? First time you're riding a bike, now you're afraid of falling, you're afraid of looking foolish, you're afraid of hurting yourself. Afraid of breaking something? There's a lot of fear, but then you do it. And that's why there's a sense of accomplishment. And, you know, that it's okay to have a sense of accomplishment as you begin to ask the Lord for experiences in the supernatural realm, and then you start having them. That's, you, that's perfectly normal for you to have a sense of accomplishment. It's cool. That's great. God wants you to appreciate the creation that he has waiting for you. But we simply learn to find ways to distinguish between what is real and what merely appears to be real. And by real, I mean from God. To be in the supernatural realm. Our enemies are deceptive and imitative and substitutions. This is why we have spent so long talking about how to go to the Lord and ask, Lord, is that you? You're not going to be able to figure it out by the power of your mind or how it feels, your emotions, or if it lines up with what you believe, your will, your choices, if it works. No, it's ask. Ask the Lord, Lord, is this supernatural experience from you? What am I supposed to be learning from this, Lord? Now, there's going to be a lot of times when you're going to have a supernatural experience, and I'm almost hesitant to use that word experience. For now, I'm going to continue, but there's got to be a better way of explaining it because we don't describe our natural life as an experience. You you didn't experience waking up. You're not experiencing breathing. It's simply a part of who you are and what you do all day. And that carries over into the supernatural realm. Your soul is meant to be interacting with angels of all kinds, and demons of all kinds, and what other critters or or whatever else is going on in the supernatural realm, your soul is made to be involved and exercising power and authority. So they're not experiences. It's normal. It's your normal life for your soul to be interacting with the supernatural. But we start with experiences. We have to start somewhere. 
we approach our learning on that same principle, asking the Lord to teach us, then showing up for class. If this is something that you want to do, set aside specific time and ask the Lord when and how, how often, and, and then do it. Again, the phrase is, Lord, is that you? And what does this mean? Should jump to your mind every time you encounter something new. One of our great markers, if we're, if we're on the right track, is a, a growing sense of confidence. Not so much this is how my technique works or if I ask God this way, things will happen. It's like our confidence will grow in our relationship with God. Our confidence in his trustworthiness, his love for us, that what he has started, he will finish. So we move forward in that confidence that God won't put us into something that he can't handle. There's going to be a lot of times when he'll put us into a situation that we can't handle. And he does that deliberately. But he will never put us in a situation that he can't handle. He creates every situation. He has created your opportunities. And it's a lot of times, again, through our fear, through our misunderstanding, that we learn the most. And sometimes we learn things we don't want to know, like how wounded we are. We thought we had this, something didn't bother us, we found out it did. How, you know, how generational curses work, how believing lies, you know, we, we hold on to what we believe because we've built our life around certain things, that this is the way God treats people, about judgment, about mercy, about forgiveness, about hell and heaven. Well, what if what you believed about all that, what if God says, no, none of that's true? Would that be okay with you? If God told you the truth, would you be okay with that? Would you accept it? Would you be willing to give up your beliefs for God's truth? God can get very personal and put his finger on things that you thought maybe he was letting you get away with or he was maybe letting you live with. And we get to have choices. Now, he's not a tyrant. He's not a belligerent, antagonistic. He's not a mean God. God loves us. And it's the love he has for us that draws us to deal with these things by asking, Lord, how do I deal with this? Lord, is this something you want to heal? Lord, I'm willing to give this up, but you're going to have to do it for me because I don't know how to. 
these are all things that you know we have talked about and we will t- talk about again but the process is always going back to the lord lord i don't know what to do about this this is something that's frustrated me for i don't know how long and it doesn't seem right that this is how you do things sometimes he'll explain himself a lot of times rather than asking answering our question he simply removes the importance of the question and says be still and know that i am god And when we know him, when we are experiencing his life, the things that we thought are important, that we think are, you know, must have, you know, we must have our doctrine right. Very often they will fall by the wayside as we experience being in his presence, spirit, soul, and body. Now, the more that happens, other things happen. We, uh, the more you are involved in the supernatural realm, the more you will see what's going on, and there will be an increased awareness of the other be- beings of your involvement. That may be distracting from what your everyday life is. You might have goals and and control things going on in your life about this is what you want your life to be like. And he might start tapping you on the shoulder and saying, well, actually, you're going to have to give up all that because I'm going to give you such a hunger and thirst for knowing me because of the enjoyment you're going to get by following what I have for you in this direction. And on the other hand, it may be a total drawing, skipping the, the supernatural realm that, oh, you know, have we taste and see that the Lord is good. And he gives us a greater thirst that only he satisfies. And sometimes it's the same, you know, ten different approaches that he'll take in our lives all in one day, all in one week. We start to see things his way by experience. And when it all comes down to understanding by experience that God is love. It's not an emotion. It's not about affection. Oh, he thinks we're so great. Or or parental to, to child. It's his nature. It's his being. And when we start experiencing that, we won't want to settle for anything less. We won't want to take advantage of every opportunity, every experience. So this coming week, let's say, you know, first thing in the morning or at lunch or when you get home from work or before you go to bed, just ask the Lord. If we've been talking about these, you know, to a limited extent, you know, the the signs, miracles, and wonders, and the dreams, visions, and trances, those are just words. But let's just 
just stop a minute. Lord, is there any of these that you want me to ask to participate in? Let's just say he says dreams. You don't need to study dreams to figure out what they are. Just ask the Lord. Lord, I want to have dreams. Give me dreams. I'm asking for dreams. Now, if you want to confirm that with him, that's fine. Lord, I'm perceiving that this is, you want me to experience dreams. Was that from you? And he gives us these little step-by-step guidances just to, again, encourage our confidence. So say he says, yes, uh, the desire for dreams is coming from me. Then ask him. Lord, whatever you, whatever it is you want to do, however you want to get me to experiencing dreams, I'm in for it. If I need to go to bed earlier, if I need to, you know, spend more time with you before I go to bed, if I want to, however you want to express yourself through dreams, I'm willing to learn what that is. I'm showing up for class. I'm willing to do the homework. I'm willing to take the tests. Whatever's necessary, I want to be a partaker of it. Now. Now, having done that, then go back and ask, Lord, is there any lifestyle changes I need to make? For instance, you might need to go to bed earlier. You might not. You might want to not be watching TV and then turn it off and try to go to bed. Have have a notepad and pen and paper next to your bed. Start expecting God to give you the, the experiences that you're asking for. So try that and just see what happens. As always, thanks for tuning in for our, our program. If you've got any questions, drop me a line, Diane at therainersclub.org or through Blog Talk Radio. It's always great hearing from you from, for feedback, questions, and even I always appreciate just hearing that you're enjoying the show. So we'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. <laughs>